What's up, everybody? It's Norzy Picks here, live with the Teaser Sports Podcast, hosted with BD Bets and Patty Picks. This week, we're going to talk NFL picks, a little bit of college football, and everything else under the sun. So, with that being said, let's get it started off with Patty on a recap of last week. Happy make out. It was a bad week. It, it happens. A, it a it's week. a long season, though, eh? It is a long season. That's what I keep telling myself. So, I mean, you're going to have those bad weeks, and you're going to have a lot of good weeks. So, uh, I was th- I was three and six minus. 4.9 units sun the sunday really wasn't too bad it was what really hurt us was losing the teasers uh the bucks were only unfortunately able to win by two instead of two and a half so that was yeah, the last leg of that teaser so that, that's that's not gonna happen very often but uh it just ended up being one of those games where it was a one point two point differential so that sucks and then the raiders just absolutely shit the bed. I, I don't even I don't even know what to say about that game. They that, played, was, that was awful. They played for seven minutes. And the worst part was in those seven minutes, they gave you hope. They did. They they gave the people hope. I was ready to go to bed, and then they gave me hope, and I stayed up for like that whole looked, fucking shit show. They had all that momentum. That Henry Ruggs long completion to midfield, and then they... Derek yeah. Carr looked off, though. Their run game's pathetic. Run Josh game Jacob is, is pathetic. pathetic. Constant penalties too. The run like, game. Leather, what is it? Leatherhead or Leatherwood? Leatherwood. <laughs> Leatherwood. He. <Yeah. laughs> I would. If I own that that team, I'd walk down and just say, "See you later." Their first round He's, pick from this year. I'm pretty sure. I don't even care. He's fucking horrendous. He yeah. just kills draws. But that's not even from just this game. In the past, fucking. What's his name? Leatherwood? Leatherwood, yeah. Oh, he was bad against Baltimore. Yeah, I kind of like Leatherhead better. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he Leatherhead. fucking... He killed more... Like, he just... Yeah, he... he I don't know. He should play for Seattle because they love getting offside penalties. He would fit in perfect. I'm surprised he's not on our team. But, yeah, the the Raiders are I'm, pathetic. I don't know if I can <laughs> mentally bet on the Raiders again for a little while. I do respect John Gruden, even though I've probably harped on him on this podcast, that he doesn't abandon his his game plan like they didn't get away from the run but they had to. but they can't run but they can't run the ball their running plays are just it's it's up the gut every fucking and the chargers time, defense is hideous against the run they're actually they weren't no, good they aren't good in general they made, so they made they raiders made their d their run d look good they looked arguably yeah like the best jo- i don't know what josh jacobs deal is man i don't know what happened to him he looked great as a rookie and yeah, he I, just looked slow i don't know if it's last year besides that one game where he fumbled the ball like five times the raiders did as a whole i can't remember who they played it was really bad the steelers maybe other than that they've looked good um what were the games that you won uh, i had miles sanders over that was an in-game bet i had uh, the cleveland that was a multi-unit play so that was a good start to Sunday. And uh, I'm trying to remember what my other pick was. I had... Uh, right on, just like that. Just yep. just forgetting about <laughs> that. All I can think of is Vegas. We just move on from you. Yeah, All I can think of is remember. Vegas. All I know, it was looking great going into Sunday night. And it just... After that point, it couldn't have gone worse, really. What'd you have? Uh, so, my picks last week, they went 8-6 and six for plus 0.58U. It's kind of frustrating because again lost a two-unit play. Really should have hit with the Bucks just cover or winning by two points there. Um, numerous frustrating player prop L's. Waddle had three catches on the opening drive. Didn't get another catch the rest of the game. Davis was one catch off of catching. Tim Patrick thirty yards in the opening drive. I think he had six yards after that. Bridgewater went down. Then Drew Locke came in. It all went to shit. But Drew Locke will get you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy, man. He is. I know Pat. I hope too. he plays this week. I really do. I can't do player props. I don't I, know. Uh, my last pick was the Bucks Pats under. I completely forgot about that, but that was a lock. Yeah, that was a good I wish bet. I put more on that. Yeah. I it wish that's up, all. Yeah. It ended up being a two unit play, but. <clears throat> player props haven't been going super well, but I'm still pretty confident in them. Like, they. I don't know. You keep beating the closing lines, and I just. Yeah, you're, one you're, of these weeks is going to click. You're beating the lines sometimes, especially for the bigger numbers like passing yards and stuff. Like, you beat Derek Carr's line by like 20 yards. Carson's line, you're already beaten by like five yards. And you had every bet you made last week was beating the line as well. So I think it's going to start turning around. You just don't want me on them because I have no luck with them. Like, something will go wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, if I had that something. shark under, did he, you have he, that? No, he would have never yeah. got hurt. He would have yeah, got 17 either. catches. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that was tough to watch, but I don't know. A win's a win, I guess. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you, don't you never want to see like it go out that way. Um, overall, though, yeah, it was a good. The games were good on Sunday, and uh, I had a pretty good week, I guess. I cashed my teaser: Bengals minus one, Packers minus zero point five, Chiefs minus zero point five, Bucks minus zero point five. So I got, I just got the better lines, I guess, and uh, that was plus two fifty. So that was a good cash. And then I had Browns for money line. Browns minus two, so a two unit play. Seahawks live money line at plus money. Four units on Buccaneers money line. Buccaneers spread loss for me, and Lions money line was atrocious. I wanted to take the Seahawks, but I couldn't do it after that game against Minnesota. Yeah, but I took it in the second half when they were heating up, the, and I could tell. I've watched enough games to know what them. I just what that's was the kind happen. of game they they'll come back and just win divisional game. <clears throat> the Lions game was bad. I like. They should have won the football game. They the Vi- looked the good. The Vikings won, or or oh, against the, the Bears. Lions, the, Lions. the Bears. Yeah. Like, there was one. The center snap. Golf the ball. Golf. Golf wasn't looking. It hit off his chest and bounced on the D lineman's arms. Yeah, they had a couple. You can't make this stuff up. They were in the, the red zone four times and didn't score. <laughs> Two fumbles. One they didn't convert. Like that's bad. They got hurt though. That's they don't of, quit. That's part of betting on Detroit though. That's like one. Of, like they're just. I wasn't even mad. Like. <laughs> I, I just know, knew what, what it was. Um, That's bad, though. The four-unit play on the Buccaneers was the biggest play I ever had in my life in a cash, so that was a good feeling. But yeah. Who had to talk it, into that one? <laughs> it wasn't easy. How about that kick from Nick Folk? That was fucking stressful, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, after that fucked-up pass interference call and that fucked-up non-offside call, you almost got to wonder if that ref, ref that had absolutely no top lip... <laughs> hates brady because you just can't not call that maybe bill slipped him a i don't know because it was it was real fishy that pi was arguably, that, that was bad man. that was the worst pi seen since the rain that's that's when you miss the pi reviews but at the same time i'm glad they're gone because they were yeah, they were reviewing the way too down. many but that was when you would need that. it because that was not a pi and then you had the no no call on the offside the reference been pretty bad this year to be honest it's been uh, it's been touch it's been spotty that's for sure and a couple so, spots, uh, and especially the what, what's that call they're calling like unsportsmanlike? Is that what they're calling? Yeah, it? the unsportsmanlike flags. Are that one in hand the hand Raiders hand. game on uh, Waller. Waller, that's pathetic. Like he does that after pretty much every catch. He spikes the ball. He did it again much. after his next yeah. catch, and was, I was like, they're gonna flag him again. Or? I, yeah, it gives me anxiety because he doesn't even think. Their it's just what he apparently. does. Yeah, yeah. Like he. He had no malintent when he was spiking that. It was yeah? yeah wasn't they, even they need to anyone. lay off those. They need to lay off those flags. That's just brutal. And that was voted on by the coaches. 
That's what they were saying. Like the I coat, found that hard to believe. Like who, what coat? Like it reminds me the refs just look like they're on a power trip when they're calling it. To be honest, it's pathetic. Like those guys really are like a all week. They make game. a big play. They're gonna get a little fired up. You know, spike the ball or flex on them. You know. Yeah, like it, it just takes a lot away from the game. Um, do you want to get in your picks for this week? Because we'll just forget about last week. It was a tough one. We'll move on and we'll get I some just, winners I popped I up. I got lost. I was looking at you. You got no shirt on. It's hot as fuck in this room. <laughs> I'm going shirtless even when we're on camera. <laughs> That's Dalton. We'll get more I viewers that way. I feel comfortable. Yeah, I'd be like one of the hot tub girls on Twitch. No hot tub, though. Makes it make some uh, your video plays shirtless shirtless <coughs> picks. I might have to might shirtless start. picks with Nord ZP. <laughs> um, yeah, before before I get into the picks, I'm just gonna go over the the bad beat of the week. Uh, there wasn't anything too bad that we were on personally. Like nothing. I mean, I don't consider the Raiders a bad beat. I just consider that a bad bet. Um, but the bad beat of the week was one of BD Bet's picks. Unfortunately, the player props have they've been tough to. They've been tough to win to yep. start the year. Corey Davis over four and a half receptions. That was plus money bet. I think it was plus 140, wasn't it? Yeah, plus 140. Because yeah, he was floating on three catches a game, I think, right? Every, and it was yeah. For almost every game or something? Well, he was getting – he had he was floating on four. Okay. Right, and he had five and one or two. Yeah, I think he had five in two games so far. But it okay. was just five. He never had, like, a big game. But but anyways, he had, uh, he had four catches. He needed one more catch to – Cash that ticket, and uh, Zach Wilson sailed one over his head on third down in the fourth quarter. Wide open, just sailed him. Yeah, it was tough to watch. Tuned in just to see if Corey Davis was going to get another chance, and he absolutely burnt the corner and just wasn't a catchable ball. It was bad. No targets in overtime either. It was real frustrating. Yeah, that was surprising. I, I thought I thought as soon as that went in OT, we were going to cash it, but yeah, him missing him on third down, that's just... That sucks. Can't happen. It it, it, it happens. Zach Wilson's yeah. so inaccurate, and just he just so he just rushes everything. From what I've seen, not that I've sat down and just di- digested into a fucking yeah. Jets game, but he doesn't. I, yeah. I don't he, know. He'll make. You can tell he makes some rookie mistakes. That so. was a huge third down too. Like they seal the game if they get the first there. Tennessee ended up tying that. That could have been the yeah. game on that one play. But I don't know. yeah, that game should have been over earlier. Yeah, that's tough. That's that's a t- and that's why I hate player props, right? Like. It's, it's, you would think that I should have been on that one. Yeah, like I'd bet that one again at plus one forty. Like it's not going to win every time, but yeah, I feel the like player props are tough, bet. man. Because you're you're betting on a guy, you're not betting on a team. Like there's a lot more variables, and you just don't know what was talked about in practice. You're not on, you're not in, you're not in the back room, so. right? You don't know. You can go by the stats, but you don't know what the game plan is. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it could just be you something can, weird that week, and he's just not. Or buddy could like not involved. Even he could just be like mentally not in the right place for that game. Like he, he, you never know. You just don't. What some of these players are thinking so. No, we, you're getting a lot of value on those, and they're going to turn around. But yeah, sometimes there's some tough beats like that. It but uh, yeah, to get into my picks, I'll list them off here. Uh, so week five, I'm going with Steelers money line minus one fifteen. That's one unit. Panthers minus three and a half minus one ten. That's also one unit play. Kansas City and the Bills over 56.5. That's a high number, but uh, I'm taking it. Minus 110, one unit. And the Rams minus 2.5, the Thursday nighter. That's a two-unit play at minus 110. So I'll start off with uh, the Steelers' money line. Uh, Teddy's coming off a concussion against Baltimore, so I'm not 
his status for week five is up in the air. Um, I like this bet even more if Drew Locke plays, but we'll see how that unfolds as the week goes on. But uh, even if Teddy's playing this week, he's he's going to have a tough time coming out against his Pittsburgh defense in Pittsburgh after not really being able to practice all week. So either or, hopefully Locke plays, but if Teddy B plays, I still like this a lot um, with no practice. Uh, this is an absolute must win for the Steelers. Everybody else in their division is 3-1 now. They're 1-3. Um, you know, this is not a spot they thought they would see themselves in. Coming back home against a very beatable team in Den- uh, the Broncos, you know, I'm sure Mike Tomlin's stressing, like, this This is an absolute must win if we want to I just don't even know if I trust playoffs. the Steelers at this point. Something that I don't like to pick, something just about me. I mean, Big I'm, Ben I've, scares me. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason it's the one unit play because at the same time, you know, this we've seen the Steelers this year and they can lay an egg, but... I think they're going to have a bounce back game this week. I think they're going to get it done. It's going to be a dog fight. It's going to be a defensive battle. I think uh, I think they're going to come out on top. I, yeah. And they they have the defense to do it. And I mean, they have the D. And the Broncos aren't an exciting team. They're getting the job done. I guess they're mediocre. Well, but Denver. The played, Steelers should be better than Denver played their really their only notable team last week. Like the first three games were easy. It was. What was it? The Jets, the Jags, and they the played Giants it, week one. The Giants, yeah. yeah. So they played three weak teams. Those teams were combining for 0-9 at one point, I think. So they played their first notable team in Baltimore, and Baltimore shut them down. Denver could not. If you look at the box store, Denver's uh, passing and rushing, they were not able to move the ball. And I think they're going to even have a harder time in Pittsburgh. So. Yeah, my only real concern with that would just be the Steelers' ability to move the ball. Like... At some point, you think Big Ben's going to figure it out, but I don't know. The Denver D looked pretty good against Baltimore, too. They got beat on a couple deep shots, but I don't even know if Big Ben's got the arm to do that anymore, really. Yeah, there's... there's I don't think he has it. He the, looked... His arm's dead. There's no question the... It's going to come down to whether they can move the ball against Denver, because Denver has a really good defense, but I think if Pittsburgh can put up 17, 20 points, like, they can win this game. Yeah, I agree. And if Drew Locke's playing, I think it's a no-doubt bet. Like, yeah, if Drew Locke's playing, I'm, I might... Make it a two-year play. Uh, the next play is Panthers minus three and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, the strength of this Panthers defense is the secondary. Uh, and they're allowing they're only allowing 156 pass yards a game, which is a crazy stat. And the strength of the Philly offense is their, their pass game because they don't run the ball. I don't even know if it's that. It's their strength. They just refuse. They just don't that's run a, the ball. That's, that's a, a, that's a good thing. point, too. They I don't, don't run the ball. So you should see the I can't I wish I could remember the date of the last team that rushed the ball three times in one game. It was like nineteen something absurd. A long time a ago. A long I can tell you time that. ago. I can't. I don't, I don't even know. It's 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 unbelievable. Can you imagine going to coach an NFL game and running the ball three times? Do you think he was playing Madden? You know how much easier it is to game plan against a team that just doesn't run the ball. It's, yeah, that guy. It doesn't I would make not, sense. Yeah, I don't even know who is he. I don't even know where this coach came from. I'm not sure who's calling their plays. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's Sirianni, but I don't remember. Coach, but I, I don't. can pi- I can picture him in my head. I can't remember his name, but yeah, that that offense is just so one dimensional and and yeah, like I don't think they're a big threat to move the ball through the air. Anyways, Hertz is going to make mistakes. He's a rookie, and he doesn't go through his reads very well. From what I've seen, he kind of goes one, maybe two, sometimes, and then just goes to run. And I think Carolina's got the speed uh, to contain Hertz. They're similar defense to Dallas, and Dallas was able to do that. So I think Sam Darnold's the top rushing QB right now in the NFL. 
He's got the most rushing touchdowns yeah, in the touchdowns NFL. Touchdowns yeah. wise, for sure. There, that's his little. He's low key athletic. He is. He's when when key. he pulls the ball, like he hit me that plus twenty two hundred uh, first time touchdown score. It's too, like Daniel Jones, nice. man. You you don't expect these yeah, guys to pull the ball. And he can run. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam Donald can run too. I don't know. DJ Moore has also looked like one of the best receivers in the league this far. Like thus far, yeah, he looks like really he's good. finally meeting like the potential he had when he came into the league. And he'll be matched up against Darius Slay, but I think he can win some big matchups out wide there. I'm not Darius Slay is just kind of overhyped. But I'm I'm honestly betting on this more so because of how bad the Eagles' defense has been. They've given up 40 points in back-to-back games now. Yeah, McCaff- their defense has been atrocious. McCaffrey's back at practice today too. Like he could. He's a, there's a chance he plays. Suit up I'm not week. I'm not banking on that. I'm right. not. I don't think he's gonna play. But there's a, there is a chance he plays mm-hmm. too, which would be great. Um. Yeah. Next pick's gonna be the Bills and KC uh, over fifty six and a half. I don't tend to bet on these overs very often. That's a really high number, and I don't like doing that. But I just I can't see how there isn't sixty points in this game. I just can't see it. Like yeah. Like all you need is four TDs out of both teams, and like that's just think easily about, attainable for these offenses. Think about how bad. Kansas like Kansas City can't stop a beach ball in the red zone. It's friggin' crazy. Not even the red zone, just up the whole field in general. <clears throat> and in the red zone, it's just it's even worse. Like they were on I think it was twenty for twenty dating back to last year, teams were twenty for twenty scoring TDs when they get in the red zone. Twenty That's for twenty. Embarrassing. They had like, twenty in a row. So I, I think they did get a stop against the Eagles to end that, but yeah, their defense has been terrible in the red zone and that's where the Bills offense succeeds so and they're actually the bills are able to run the ball now too that's going to help them a lot against casey and my other thing too is with this game i don't want to get into my notes too much but i will say there's a big chip on the shoulder here with the the bills after last playoffs yeah the game ended heated the game was heated i think you're going to see josh allen run with his head down and he's not going to be sliding like you're going to see playoff josh allen whether the bills want that or not i think that's what they're going to get yeah allen's going to be slinging and Mahomes is always slinging, so I'm not worried about uh, this. Bills defense has been really good to start the year, stats wise. They haven't had a ton of strong opponents, but I'm not worried about that. I know Casey's going to move the ball. Um, I'm not worried about Casey not being able to put up enough points to cover the over. I know Buffalo is going to put up points, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there were 70 points in this game. Really, yeah, it was last year, and I could see it happen again. Yeah, when they played in the playoffs, there was 62. I think. Did you check the weather at all? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was another point I had. I, the weather looks good in KC for Sunday, so that was another thing I did look into. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that. I think we'll see. I think it's just going to be. I a think shoot we'll see. I think it's going to be another good. I mean, all the prime time games this year have been great yeah. so far. Even the shitty Jags, Jags uh, Cincinnati yeah. game. So I think we'll have another. Yeah, I hope great it's a good Sunday night, good high scoring game. I'd love to watch one of those. Yeah. <clears throat> and last pick of the week is the Rams minus two and a half at minus one ten. This is a two-unit play. Um, I would say the main reason I'm taking this is just the difference between the defenses on these teams. The Rams' defense is night and day better than Seattle's defense, in my opinion. Uh, They win the positional matchup. They've got a better D-line. Their linebackers are solid. Leonard Floyd can rush the passer. And then, you know, their secondary uh, started with Jalen Ramsey's having an incredible year and i think he's going to be able to shut down dk he did in the playoffs so i'm going rams 
Yeah, I agree. I also have the Rams. I'll get into it a little bit more when we talk about my picks, but I love that play. Seattle's defense is <clears throat> so bad. Seattle's defense is bad, but I don't even know if they're as bad as they are that it is the play calling. You can't. They blitz too heavily on third down. But just think about Cooper Cup on third down against Seattle. Just think about that. They're not. Seat- they won't be able to get off the Seattle, field. Seattle, do not be surprised when Seattle wins this game. Not saying that I'm going to bet it. I'm not betting it either way. You're a coward for not taking this bet. <laughs> if Seattle can get the run game going, which they can't, for you, you act like Seattle doesn't play the Rams two times a year for the last how many years? They're in the same Chris division. Chris Carson's they probably know, not even going to play. They know. We just had this conversation ten He's minutes probably ago. Probably fifty-fifty right now. He's not fifty-fifty. Seattle will rest their vets on a short week. They don't care. My thing is though, like Carson's clearly battling an injury. He was ineffective. But last Alex week. Collins looks fine. Yeah, uh, he did look good. Yeah, last Aaron week. Donald I looks just, pretty good too. I don't know. And Russell Russell Wilson ball. said Aaron Donald's the best player he's ever played against, which he is. But he's he's good every week. Well, we're still talking Russell Wilson at home on Thursday night in Seattle. If they can get I'm the not, run game going. I just want to spit some facts for the listeners before they go put two units on the Rams. Russell Wilson off play action this season is 28 for 33, 447 yards, two touchdowns, zero turnover worthy plays. If they can get the run game going, they have hope. Pete Carroll took over Seattle in 2010. They're 26-5-1, 0.828, best winning percentage in primetime games, outscoring opponents, 834 to 465. The Seahawks are 8-1 Thursday night football under Carroll and are 17-2 at home in primetime games dating back to 2010. They show up for the big games. They show up at home. So why aren't you betting on them? I'm just saying. I'll just let me finish what I'm saying. Stafford has a 79.1 career passer rating in Seattle, fourth worst versus any team. He is a joke against Seattle. He's one and four. The year that they went to the playoffs, he lost to Seattle. He's also on the Lions, too. Like, they're in, in a whole his head. different situation now. They're still in the his Rams head. are in Seattle's head, though. Last four games, Rams are three and one. Um, they've outscored Seattle ninety to forty eight in the last four games. And do you remember when we said earlier in the day you said, "But did but did Seattle beat the Rams on a Thursday night?" The Rams are four and or three and one in the last four, and the only loss is against Seattle. All I'm saying is, if Seattle pulls something out of their ass on a Thursday night, don't be surprised because the history is there. It's just something they do. I went to a Sunday night game. Against the Eagles, the whole team was hurt. The Eagles won the playoffs that year. Seattle absolutely wall up the Eagles. There's just something about that city and that stadium at a home game in primetime. Yeah, no matter the quality. And you're of the a team. diehard Seattle fan, so you're obviously going to say this shit. But, but none of those facts mean anything. Anyways, going back to uh, let's just remember last week when uh, old Nordsy Fix was here getting mad at me for. Talking about the Pats against the Bucks when he was betting on a seven, but I'm not telling s- people to not to. Are you trying to force people to stay away from free money? Is that what you're doing here? And I think you're doing the same thing. I think you might be burning money here tomorrow, but we'll find out. I don't. I think it's a great bet. I think a lot of people that have seen what. And that's why two- you got to follow the Twitter because then you would have been on the money line for four units. Yeah. Right. But uh, that minus seven was. That being said, I don't think the Rams are a bad bet. I'm just saying, don't be surprised when Seattle wins a football game. I'll be on a surprised. Thursday night, and then you guys are going to be pretty unhappy. 
Listen, I'm not betting on. I'm oh, not, and I'm, they're 4-0 with their action green jerseys on. They look fucking terrible in those jerseys, first of all. Maybe it's because. The scoreboard <laughs> looks good after the game, though. I, yeah, I just don't take jerseys into account much when capping a game. but <laughs> Yeah, you, you sound like BJ covers right I'm now. just taking all of it. They're 4-0 on uh, Thursday nights when Pete Carroll has uh, chicken parm breakfast made by <laughs> wife fucking Shania. No, all I'm saying is just don't be surprised. It's just something they'll do. They be, will just go win this game. I will be surprised, and I'm taking minus two and a half. You know what? I might even fucking put four units on this. I'll let you know, but this is an absolute lock, so you should, fucking lock it in. You should do that. Minus two and a half. I, I wish I didn't lose so much on the Raiders because I'd have, I'd have 10 grand on this game. That's almost as bad as... Uh, th- th- the Raiders might win this game by a touchdown. What about uh, take That's the take take the Bucks? They'll win this game first half. The, at least the, second half, full game. I'm pretty sure the Bucks didn't they win the first half? They won remember. by one. They didn't cover the spread. Yeah, they, I didn't say anything. Nobody's taking first li- first half money line at minus three twenty. What kind of a bet is that? Anyways, we'll move on to Dempsey. Anyways, we got a we got an emotional Seattle fan over here that's getting a little bit fired up over. Uh, thir- well, we're well, we're gonna see who uh, who wins Thursday night. I got a pretty good feeling it's gonna be the Rams. So, anyways, don't you don't have to tell me, but I like making money, so I'm gonna be on the Rams. Yeah, I tend to agree with Pat's train of thought here, but sticking with that Thursday night game, I have another player prop for Thursday night. It's Chris Carson under 79 and a half rushing receiving yards. I tweeted this out. I think on Tuesday, it might have been Monday. I think it was but, Monday, yeah. Yeah, it's off the board right now because Carson's missed practice. Nordsy thinks he's going to play, which I didn't think he was going to. But Nordsy's a lot more plugged in with the Seattle way of like just how their team works. So I'm going to take his word for it. If he plays, I think this bet's like as close to a lock as you can get. Like he's not going to get the uh, touches. What is it at now? It's dropped, isn't it? Or it, is it, a, last, it might not even be open. It was. It's not open right now. It was down to seventy and a half. Like I tweeted it in the morning. I think by like two o'clock, it was down nine yards. Yeah, so, that's huge. I don't know if you're able to get on that at anywhere close I to that. Like I'll be a little surprised, now. but if you're on that now, should be good to go as long as Carson's in the lineup. And even seven seventy and a half, I think it's still a good number. Yeah, and I yeah. don't think the run game's going to be. They're going to ru- try and run the ball a little bit just to get the play action going. I right. will. I will say Alex Collins looked way better than Chris Carson last week. Yeah, and, I, like, and that's easy to say for one week, but like he looked like he had some jump. Yeah, like, they'll give him some touches. Like they're obviously going to give Carson probably the majority, but it could be fairly close. I think to they're going to fifty. If he if Carson plays, it's I'd be shocked if it wasn't fifty fifty because if he's playing limited and Carson looked really good, they're going to give Carson touches. Yeah, and Collins will probably get the bulk of the passing work too. So I don't think they're going to be running the ball a ton, anyways. But I think they're just going to do it strictly to open up the play action. And I think you will see Carson. It'll be like a first down. We need to try and grind out six yards, like something yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. I could see that, but that'll be about it. Okay. Yeah. And he's cl- he's clearly beat up. And Seattle's not scared to use two running backs, if not no. three. Right. Right. Uh, sticking with that game, I'm on the Rams money line, which I also tweeted out. I think it might have been Sunday night, honestly. And I, that's the Rams money line minus one ten for two units. It's moved up to like minus one thirty five on the money line now. I take minus two and a half but i'd probably move it down to one you pass got two you two units on it uh the rams are in a bounce back spot after a tough loss to the cards and i just like i think it's going to be a close game i just think i like the um rams offense a little bit more in seattle's and the defense like pat said i've got the rams a whole lot better than seattle like seattle has talent on the defensive side of the ball i just don't know they've got two if, players on the d side like yeah like 
They're not nowhere near as talented as the Rams on the defensive side of the ball. They just don't have depth on the defensive side of the ball. Like nobody's going to be able to stop Cooper Cup on third down. Nobody's going to be able to get Robert Woods. That's the thing. Like they could take Cup out of the game, but they're going to have to game plan and just take Cup out of the game, and that opens up Van Jefferson. That opens up the deep shot to Deshaun Jackson. Like it's just there's too many weapons to shut down, in my opinion. They're going to have to get pressure. Yeah, that's their only way. Of they're going to have to get pressure. And none of us are in the in the in the room right now to know what their scheme up. So no, I don't pretend I know what the scheme is. I, I just, and I don't know what scheme they're going to run this week. But I think the game is going to be closer than people think. That's all I have to say about it. I'm by no means am I saying there's going to be a blowout, and I'm not. And I am like betting against Russ. You know he can work his magic, but I just Stafford's in a way better situation. They have a better defense. I just can't see them losing that yeah. game. So. Hope to get break the fucking un or the haven't got a win on a two unit play yet this year. So hopefully that fucking changes. But moving on to the next pick, I've got the Bucks minus three, Cowboys minus two and a half, and a little two team teaser. It's minus one twenty. I've got a unit on that. The Bucks play a depleted Miami squad at home, and the Dolphins just they're not going to be able to move the ball with Brissett at QB, and no team's able to run the ball in the box. Like you have to throw the ball through the air, and that's just not going to be possible. Brissett at quarterback. And the Cowboys honestly look like one of the most improved teams in the league so far. They, they look like a wagon, man. They do. Like the biggest thing with them was they could not get off the field when they were on defense. And they actually have a couple playmakers that can make plays. Like they're not an elite defense, but like, you can force turnovers. Diggs has been like he's been enough himself just to turn that defense around. He's had the start he's had it this year is unbelievable. Yeah, he's looked like I was a little like unimpressed with him like for being such a high pick last year but he's looked real good so far this year he's been making plays and all you need is like a turnover or two and you get that offense back on the field like they're gonna put up points i think he's had a pick every game and they always seem to be in a big moment too yeah like he's jumping routes he looks like he looks real confident and that's not just him like they're getting there they're putting getting quarterbacks under pressure and that's forcing them to make contested throws so yeah like over their whole d has been playing well yeah, the whole team really like the run games looked unreal the last two games as well. Like yeah, that, the run games. I can tell you, coming into the year, I did not think we'd see a game where Dak threw for 180 yards and the Cowboys win by like two scores. Yeah, that, see, that just wasn't even wasn't like that wasn't possible the last couple of years. No, but it is now. Yep. And so, just to recap, the Giants and Dolphins are just outmatched in these matchups and will not be able to put up the points needed to cover the smaller spreads with the teaser there. And my last pick of the week is going to be Chargers minus one and a half, minus 110 for one unit. LA has probably been one of the most impressive teams to me thus far. They didn't have a great week one against Washington, but they ended up squeaking out the win there. And I'm a big fan of how aggressive Brandon Staley is, their new head coach, and his willingness to put the ball in his best player's hands. I really like that guy, yeah. Like I, I like, I like. I think fourth and Nonzel or whatever it was. That was seven, a little. That's a little. That is going to come was to bite ballsy, him eventually. But yeah. you know what? I, against KC, I respect it. I yeah. Respect like it. I don't. I wouldn't have gone for you're it in that in, situation. You're in Arrowhead. You have a chance to beat KC. Basically, if you just get a first down, and you're putting your football in, in your best player's hands. We've all seen how KC's defense has been in clutch moments this year. Like they have not been able to make a play. Like there might be worse than Seattle's defense. Yeah. Like to be I honest. Yeah, but they probably are. Last or on Monday night against the Raiders, I think 
he every decision he made was the right one. Like he's going for it on fourth down there when the Raiders made it a twenty one fourteen game. That effectively sealed the game once they converted that. And I do like the Browns who they're playing, but something's off about Baker right now. The last two games he has not looked great. He didn't look like the Baker that ended last season where he, he was, Oh my god, he I've never seen him play worse than when that game against the Vikings, and they won. They still won. I Odell should have had two touchdowns. Yeah, if you would have told me them. Baker was going to play like he did, I would have never touched the Browns with the tempo pole. Like he played awful. Yeah, and something I was unaware of going into. Like I had a bet on the Browns as well last week, but he's Baker's been playing with a brace on his left shoulder. Like it's not his throwing shoulder, but it appears to be affecting the way he throws. Like he had a quote. I can't remember exactly what he said, but. He's like, it shouldn't be affecting my performance, but he feels just off in the pocket, I guess. Like, he just feels uncomfortable, and that's going to have I a mean, big if you're, impact. Yeah, if you're uncomfortable in the pocket, it's going to change the way things are going. So and At this point, it's at least in his head that he has, hasn't been able yeah. to throw the yeah, ball. Yeah, it could just be in his head, but, but that's just as bad, really. I don't know. They're going to need more than just a run game to beat L.A. So, like, L.A. is going to put up points. Herbert's look great. And you're going to need more than an effective running game to beat LA in my That's going to be a good game. I don't yeah. I don't really want to be on either side of that personally pre-game, but uh it's going to be a really good game and I could see I mean you can make a case for either team really like they're both Yeah. Having it's a really one of the, I'm excited to watch that game that's, for sure. It's a tough one to pick. Uh anyway, what have you got going on Nordsy? All right, I'm not I'm not as born as you guys, so uh as a sports podcast, I'm going to I'm going to throw in some extras. I got I got a, two college football picks. And one, two, three NFL picks. No soccer. We're on international break, so I'd love to throw that out there. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to shout out that I'm doing a fantasy hockey draft right now. I'm basically just... Did you take Tkachuk? I did, You took Tkachuk? But I'm going to shut her down now since it's my turn. I got Cam. I got a big fan of the show, Cam Lee, sitting in the queue. He has... No stats on here. Expert rank 1,500. Seems a little steep. I could put him up more in the thousands. But his hair looks great in his picture. <laughs> you got a picture <laughs> in there? Look at the hair. Look at his hair. Okay. Oh, yeah. Looking good. So, Cam, we're going to have to get you in a couple games here this year. But anyways, uh, that being said, to get it going, I got Texas plus three and a half in college football. That game's at one against Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma was supposed to be the big dog this year. They had Spencer Rather. Probably was top to win Heisman, but he's been very underwhelming. Texas in college football, out of the, every conference, 10th in rushing, 268.6 yards per game, and they have a 55.2 third down percentage. Their offense is just rolling. Oklahoma is close to – close to – one sec here. They almost lost every single one of their games. Like, they're just close games. For being ranked fifth, it doesn't really make sense. And Texas is running back, B. John Robinson – is 100% on the way to be the best running back in the college football. Like He's a problem. He gives me Jonathan Taylor vibes, but he's better than, than Jonathan Taylor at yeah. Wisconsin. He breaks so many tackles. He's good receiving. So I think if Texas gets up quick, gets that run game going, opens up the play action, I don't know how they lose this football game. They might just win it outright. That being said, I'll be on plus three and a half. Moving on from there, we're on Kentucky minus three against LSU. Minus 120, that's a night game. <coughs> Kentucky's four and one against the spread in the last five, four and one against the spread last five conference, and they're boasting a five and zero record this year. LSU been really shaky. Like last week against Auburn, they blew up in the fourth quarter, and Bo Nix went off for the first time in his career. 
They just can't really play a full four quarters. And Kentucky beat the Florida Gators, who were also on a high horse this year, kind of like Oklahoma, right? They're supposed to be good. <clears throat> LSU's D averages 119 rush yards a game. Kentucky offense is running for 191 rush yards a game, so they should be able to run the the ball all over them and control control the flow of the game for sure. So yeah, I like I don't those know if odds. You saw this, but uh, Derek Stingley, the top cornerback in LSU, he's also out for like. Uh, I think like over a month with uh, he needs to get surgery, so Perfect. it's another big loss for LSU. And like he's probably the best cornerback in college football right now. I know he's supposed to go top five. Yeah, so that's going to make it even harder on LSU. And then Kentucky's at home. Kentucky got a solid run D, and LSU's uh, run gains weak. LSU just isn't what they used to be. Ever since the Joe nah. Burrow year, they just completely fell off. I think we have two two locks here, especially Kentucky. So I'm going to make Kentucky a two unit play and texas uh three and a half play that being said my college football plays and soccer plays my unit is smaller than my nfl unit so i just want you to take that in consideration when you're betting these games there's a lot of solid lines in college this week like notre dame's minus one against virginia tech that's fishy to me i was looking at that i do like where we're at in the college season now where we can actually dissect the lines a little bit we know a little bit about the teams like after watching lsu last week they weren't impressive oklahoma was underwhelming I like I love both these picks. <clears throat> um, from there, Sunday morning we got an early one at ten thirty a.m. in London. Except this time it's not soccer. We got the Falcons against the Jets. The Jets are hideous. They are fucking terrible. Zach Wilson is bad. Four touchdowns, eight interceptions on the year. He eight had picks, two yeah. games <laughs> where he didn't throw a touchdown pass. Remember when he wore that? stupid fucking bandana thing that's at any time anywhere at byu did you ever see that yeah i knew he had a bandana <laughs> i didn't know it said that on he it, wrote anytime anywhere on it mm. he Have should, a foxborough four picks yeah yeah anytime <laughs> anywhere that he is way overconfident for his capabilities the falcons offense too honestly they've, they've kind of been buzzing a little bit for quarter legit he's legit I don't get it. Like he's out producing Calvin Ridley. He it played makes like no sense. How, and Mike Davis. How many is solid snaps too. did he play? And he had he three reception touchdowns. Twenty-seven out of like, I think ninety snaps or something like that. And he had three touchdowns and was like easily the best player in the field and played a third of the snaps. Mike Davis, who also was a running back, he's having a solid year. Matt Ryan thrown for eight touchdowns, three picks, ninety-three point five passer rating. And I just think the time zone and time travel for a rookie quarterback who's struggling is not ideal like here you can't win a game in america and you can't even throw a touchdown pass for two games now fly over to london and throw one over there on foreign territory <laughs> like the travel is going to be an issue the time zone is going to be an issue and the falcons have a lot of vets who've been doing this do you know what i mean like they're used to traveling now the falcons have gone to europe a couple times i think haven't they i, no, I don't i don't remember I the falcons like, playing a europe game. i feel like i've seen the falcons in a 10 30 game in last one of the last they might yeah they, you know what Pan- you're right they did they played somebody they did was it the panthers no the panthers played the bucks actually i remember that yeah now. they did uh i, I, I honestly I don't know why i feel like they if have. you're not you you just can't not bet this game it's at 10 30 you have to get up something to do drink your starbucks make breakfast i don't know bet the starbucks? falcons minus three start your day up a unit that's a one unit bet for me You'd honestly be a clown not to bet that. Drink your pipe, pumpkin spice latte. <coughs> Pay twenty. Uber eat the twenty dollar pumpkin spice latte. I've been there. <laughs> uh, that being said, I'm on the opposite of Demps on this one. I'm on the Browns money line plus one hundred five. Uh, from what I've seen from the Chargers that last game, all it took was 
was the Raiders seven minutes to get back into that football game. Uh, the Chief, or the Chargers looked unimpressive to me for those seven minutes, and I think with the run game that that the Browns have, they're averaging 177 rush yards a game. It should it should open up the throwing the arm of Baker more easy just with how bad the Chargers' defense is. More easy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like they had the run game going last week against the Vikings, and it didn't matter, but they still could throw I mean, the ball. That's what I was just going to say. Like, like, he, he, they had the play action going. He missed Odell wide open deep. twice, and he missed, I think it was uh, that young tight end, Harrison, or whatever his name is. Um, he missed him wide open on a corner, like, too. Chubb and Hunt had 170 rush yards in that game. Like, they... We're able to run the ball, and, they, and all their games have been like that, and they've and they've won games. All it's going to take is Baker just to wake up, and I feel like this is the game he does it. Um, the Browns should be five and zero. They crumbled against the Chiefs, or yeah, four and zero. Sort of. That punt there, and that's for the reason they lost. It's going to be a wicked game. The Chargers' defense rushing is 29th in the NFL against ru- de- their defense against is the 29th, 29th against rushing. in the NFL, and the Raiders the looked that bad on the ground. That makes me even more sick. So to have Hunt and Chubb coming at you with a one-two punch all game, and you know that what is, to expect that is for with sure. the Browns because they stick to what they know. Me and you talked about that on Sunday. He, their coach doesn't try to do stuff that they're not capable of. They they run those tight end screens. Yeah. They run the ball. Like, yeah. They they do what works for them. So I can't see how the Browns don't win this game, and I feel like the line's backwards, and it's just the Herbert hype that's fixing it. Herbert's, and I think last week Herbert's legit. Yeah, he's getting a lot he's, of hype, though. I think he's a top five. <coughs> His top team's five. not that good. Eckler could be hurt in the first 32 seconds of this football game, the way he is. Herbert and they're not, their offense isn't as dynamic. Yeah, I, I just the, think uh, it almost makes up for that run differential that like Herbert's a lot better than Baker. Yeah, but... To me, a lot not better. Not for me, because it's time on the clock at the end of the game is going to be be way different. I know. but They're the going to hold on to the ball. And the, Bra- I, the Browns definitely have a better D, but fuck, man. Herbert's good. Yeah, they have so many weapons, too. And the thing with the defense, too, for the Browns is their third and pass yards against. So I think that counters the pass game of the the Chargers a little bit because even the Chargers' run game isn't isn't super impressive. Like, Eckler's good, but he's not consistent. He's not consistently rushing for five yards a carry, right? No, the Raiders made their run offense look better than it normally is. Yeah, and I think the Raiders... uh, Run defense is sus. Their their pass rush is good, but they just they don't have that they're team. Good, yeah, they're, they're not good against a run. Moving on from that pick, I'll be on the Bills money line at plus one twenty five. Another plus money bet. Um, th- there's are some motivated Bills team here from the AFC Championship. Chiefs are thirtieth in rush D. The Bills are averaging one hundred forty five point three yards a game on the ground, which is impressive because if if you told me that before the start of the season, I would have said there's no way. Me too. Zach Moss, Singletary, there's no way. Like they're just They didn't even try and run last year. They <clears throat> they just they didn't want to commit late in the season. They were like, you know what? For the rest of the season, we just we can't have a run game. And then like, I think they worked on it this offseason. It's been a lot better. They honestly don't have a choice. They're beating teams so bad. Like they just well, yeah, we're gonna run the ball. We're up thirty five nothing. But they've been half. running like, it while the game's been close too, which is something that they just didn't do last year. And time. and then when you throw that rush game into the Chiefs against their terrible run D uh, play action opens that up. I think we just have an easier day for Josh yeah. Allen. You're not going to beat the Chiefs throw going throw for throw against Mahomes. Like you got to be. Able but to run I think the ball. I'm not. Two years ago, I'd say yeah, you're not going to. But this year for Mahomes, 
his numbers are there and stuff, but he's making mistakes at bad times. They're not moving the ball like they did two years ago. And I think there's a more the Bills have a reason to win. They're gonna want to go in there in Arrowhead and win this football game. You know they had this one circled on the calendar. And I just honestly think they're gonna score at will on this Chiefs defense. I, I still there's still no quarterback I trust more than Mahomes. No, same here. And like you could honestly argue it's a must win game for the Chiefs. You can't go two and three. Their division's been pretty solid. They're in last place in their division right now. They're probably thinking must win, but they could lose and still make playoffs yeah, easily. But but they're definitely thinking like this is a very important game. It's a statement game. Yeah, I just don't think it's gonna matter. I'm not I'm not sold on the Chiefs. They're terrible against the spread. They don't they look underwhelming compared to to the previous years. And I'm all over the Bills here for a unit. Uh, plus money. I just don't know how you don't take this pick. It's gonna be high scoring, it's gonna be a fun game to watch, and I just don't see how the Bills don't come out on top here, especially now that they have their run game going. They're just a better team than the Chiefs. And this has come from me, who was – I thought it was hilarious at what the Chiefs spread was against the Bills last year in the AFC Championship. Like, that was the best line ever, and now I just feel like it's flipped. I feel like the momentum has flipped since then. I just – I feel a lot more comfortable being on the total because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm more confident that both teams are going to be able to put up points. I just don't know who's going to be – I don't know who's going to come out on top on this game. I wouldn't really want to be on either side. Yeah, but like, uh, it's sooner or later you just feel like it's going to click for. Kansas I wouldn't be City, surprised but, to see the Bills win. I can tell you that. Yeah, and at those odds, I'd rather be on the Bills. So like, I have and the no Chiefs have been disappointing this year. Like they yeah. they they got lucky against the Browns on that muff punt, right? Their record would be even worse than it is. Yeah, they could have easily been one and three. Yeah, so I think. Uh, that's it for me for the, the NFL picks this week. It was a tough board, and that's all that really stuck out to me. I don't want to force too much. I forgot to give up my teaser, so I'll, I'll say that too. My teaser is going to be a two-unit play. It's going to be Pats minus two and a half, Patriots. Panthers money line and Bucks minus two and a half. That pays plus 153. That's a two-unit play. Pats, Panthers, Bucks. I have a teaser too. It's a six and a half point teaser. I got the Falcons plus three and a half. Washington plus eight and a half, Browns plus eight, Cardinals plus one. Uh, that's a six and a half point teaser that play pays plus two hundred, and I think I've only had one teaser that lost this year. So let's hopefully we'll keep this momentum rolling, and then you're on the Dodgers. Are year. you on the Dodgers tonight? <coughs> I am on the. You're Dodgers minus tonight. one and a half, aren't you? Minus one and a half. No one's gonna get that, but hopefully that wins because if anyone tailed me on the Dodgers to win the World Series outright, this is the most important game of the whole playoffs. How about All those right, Red so Sox? Everybody's going to be hearing this after the Dodgers-Cardinals game, so <laughs> let's make our predictions. All right. What do you got, Temps? I can't see the Dodgers losing this game, to be honest. I like the minus one and a half pick. If I had to give a score prediction, I'd probably go, I'd say, like 4-1 Dodgers. Wainwright's a great pitcher, but at some point, the Dodgers are going to get to him. And I don't think it's going to be high scoring, but 4-1's my prediction. I was sitting around there, too. I was around, like, 5-2. I think the Cardinals are going to they're going to score – Scherzer, though, he's not going to be like Cole where he shies away from or, like, is rattled. Like, he loves competition. Yeah, he Cole, lives for this moment. Cole looked terrified he to did. be in that moment. He was and terrified. Scherzer is... He's going to have the he, crazy eyes. Oh, he's going to go right at those hitters. It's going to be yeah. fun to watch. Like, he's... Uh, I don't know. He's electric to watch. So, I got minus one and a half. And I think from here, after this game, which is going to be the toughest game for them, they're going to go and win the World Series. Why? What do you think tonight, Pat? What do you think? What do you got? I was just I was looking at the stats earlier today, and I saw 
that Tyler O'Neill guy, the Canadian boy. Is he Canadian? Yeah, he is. Have you seen his stats in September? It's fucked. Oh my! Every day God. he's hitting a home run. He's a little guy. I too. saw that today. I because I, I hadn't really heard anything of it or didn't see anything on Twitter, and then I saw it today. His month, his September stats. It was like holy shit! No wonder they're winning so many games. He had thirteen homers and he was hitting like three thirty. Like if you look at just hit, like hitting stats, he's been their best player. Like better than Goldschmidt, better than Arenado. He was like like, like the, the main the reason year. for their run, really. What's yeah. not getting talked about, though, and it's because of who they are, the Dodgers are 9-1 and one in their last 10, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, the Dodgers right? are. Right, so like, they're, they're on a heater, too. Solid. I, I think the Dodgers are going to win, too, but uh, it kind of scares me Max Muncy isn't playing because he gets on base one or two times every night. Yeah, it's not ideal. Whether he's getting walked I don't or, think it, this, this roster is just there's too much going on for one guy to matter. I, I Yeah, I, I'm not going to put my money on St. Louis, but I just I have a weird feeling in my gut this is going to be a, a tight game that could go down to the wire yeah i don't know it's after getting scherzer and trey turner i just like their I, lineups. yeah i don't it's see the stupid. dodgers losing but i don't know I'm, like, I'm gonna say final score dodgers six cardinals five okay high scoring game <clears throat> going against my minus one and a half i don't so want I to but I, I just i said it's gonna be a close game so i think it's gonna be six five i guess we'll have to swing back to it next week and see how i made out hopefully hopefully we're the dodgers can, along. yeah hopefully the dodgers cover yeah yeah and I guess from there, that's it for this week, and we'll come back next week. Be ready on Saturday for two college football video plays from me, and uh, check everybody's Twitter for in-game in game bets and pre-game bets just in case some things change on Sunday. One week till NHL picks, too. Let's go. That's Let's right. have I a bounce-back week, fellas. Go yep. cracking, yeah. And everybody remember to gamble responsibly and don't get carried away. Like me on Monday. <laughs>